Time he dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Hello and welcome to Quarantine Confessions. This is our, what, third, fourth show? I'm your host, AG, and uh, joining me today is Jordan Coburn. Jordan, how are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. This is only my second episode. I'm very excited. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's good, to, it's good to have you. Good to speak to you. Yes. And well. uh, we are going to be reading uh, basically what we do every week. This used to be a segment on the Daily Beans where people would send in their confessions about their bad or awesome behavior uh, in quarantine, and uh, we would read them, and now it's its own show, so that's what we're going to be doing, and if you have any confessions that you want to share with us, just head to our website, um, which is quarantineconfessionspod.com, to submit, or you can do it on our uh, Daily Beans Pod, at Daily Beans Pod Twitter account, I think that the pinned tweet is where you can uh, submit your confessions as well, so... Without further ado, let's get started. Jordan, what is our first uh, confession? Our first confession is from Anonymous, pronoun she, her. Anonymous says, hey gang, I hope Jordan gets this one. Yay! I did! <laughs> I feel... <laughs> that's the nice thing about having eyes. I can make it so by reading that sentence beforehand. <laughs> All good things come with preparedness. Hey, gang, I hope Jordan gets this one. I feel like it'll appeal to her. As so many of my dealer's customers are doing lately, I'm partaking of jazz cabbage at a much increased rate through lockdown. Wait, what is jazz cabbage? Weed, Jordan, that's pot. Oh, my God. I'm high. That went totally over my head. I thought I was supposed to have a certain affinity for picking up on those kinds of things while stoned, but apparently not. Jazz cabbage. Much like much like the term Bogart, those are things that uh, us old people say. I love Jazz it. Cabbage. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, if I kept reading on, I would have figured that out very quickly. And rolling bigger and bigger bad boys. You know how it goes. I can only blame quarantine loopiness. Anyway... I was out on our little back porch the other night, which backs onto the back porches of three of our neighbors, uh, smoking a, in quotes, fatty spliffer of the aforementioned, uh, aforementioned, uh, particularly fat kind, and about halfway through this enormous thing, it started to hit me pretty hard. After several cooked minutes, I looked up into the night sky as I exhaled, <laughs> as one does. Uh, and spotted an insect hovering close by. It looked like a little mad cunt that wasn't thinking <laughs> that was thinking about biting me. So naturally, upon my next exhale, I blew smoke straight at it, and thought I'd say some cool shit like "choke on my smoke, bug." But what my mouth actually <laughs> released was "eat my jizz, fly," <laughs> and then, 
And then an immediate velociraptor shriek of hysterical laughter. I can only hope that none of my neighbors heard that shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Eat my vapor jizz. I love that it's the end. Like, that's just the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the I guess the confession there was just submitting your, your uh, stream of consciousness moment. <laughs> it might just fly. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I like, uh, <laughs> I, I love the concept of kill lines for anything, you know? Like, when you're about to do something uh, and then <laughs> and you, like, try to say something really cool before it we used to do that in uh in college when we'd play beer pong when you were very confident you were just about to like sink the last cup or something you know you would uh say some shit and inevitably you'd miss every single time so it was just so funny (laughs) well i think i i think eat my jizz fly is the new one i think so too yeah and then when you (laughs) when you make the thing it just makes the the kill line so much better the room erupts and applause everyone runs around and shit Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Thank you. I did particularly (laughs) enjoy that. (laughs) I miss smoking. I haven't been smoking because of my lungs, but I... uh... Right, right? Nobody's smoking flour now. Everyone's doing edibles and stuff. Yeah. No one's smoking the the jazz cabbage. Nope. And now I have that in my Rolex. Rolex? What's the thing? What's the thing when people... Rolodex. Rolodex. I never, I never saw one in real life. I only heard it referenced. <laughs> oh my god, my mom still has one. She's very proud of her Rolodex. Uh, uh, or you could say it's in my lexicon. Yes, you know what's funny? I was actually going to say lexicon, and then I thought, no, I feel like there's a better word for it. How about let me try <laughs> the wrong word? <laughs> let me try Rolex. <laughs> Roger. Anyways, All right, uh, our next <laughs> our next confession is from Anonymous. Um, let's see, pronouns he, him. In mid-March, I received an email at work instructing us to work from home as much as possible. The hours where I work are 7.30 to 4. That's not bad. Confession number one, uh, I have been totally doping off since then. I work <laughs> maybe two or three hours a day. <laughs> I send my boss a weekly progress report, which usually consists of things I was working on before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> He replies and praises me for my diligence. Every week, I make up some busy work uh, for the boss to make him think that I am actually working hard, a request for a short-distance travel authorization, things like that. I make sure that I show up for all of my boss's Zoom meetings, and every other week or so, I send the boss a request for an afternoon off, while in reality, I'm taking every afternoon off. <laughs> the real the real workaholics in my office building are still going to the office at least part-time, so I show up there a few days a week, uh, greet everyone, go to my office, pull out a mat, quilt, and pillow that I keep under the table and take a nap. (laughs) Confession number two. Oh, God, I love your job. Confession number two. I don't feel bad about this at all. Because of the seasonal nature of my work, I haven't had a decent vacation during the summer in almost 20 years, and it's been a great three-month staycation. Uh, I do feel bad, though, that starting July 1st, we have to show up for work as before. Oh, Who knows? That could change. Yeah. Did you see Dr. Burks' slideshow today? Like, no. <laughs> what, what, did, what did it say? Uh, it, you, you couldn't read. It went by too fast. But I think what happened is she put data up on a slideshow about how fucked we are. Yeah. And just went through it real fast and said that we're fine. 
Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know Texas and Florida are starting to close bars again. I can't imagine Disneyland pushed their reopening back. It is not looking great for now. So maybe you won't have no. to go back in. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. That sounds weird. Um, Right. Weird unintended consequences of people being stupid. And I wonder if he works for the government because this sounds like a government job. But it says it's seasonal, so must not mm. be. But mm. let's see. Uh, due to the seasonal nature of my work, I haven't had a decent vacation during the summer. So apparently he works somewhere where summer is a thing. Yes. Huh. I mean. This was anonymous. He should have just told us. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's a great point, isn't it? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Send me a DM, though. I'm really curious where you work. Um. All right. Next up from Anon. Who knows if that's the name or just an abbreviation for anonymous? I guess you get to choose. Uh, I showered for the first time in a week, and I've taken to only brushing my teeth if I have to go somewhere and when it's bedtime. I like that. Didn't they say that it's only important to brush before bed them, or unless you just have one too? Uh, <laughs> to to brush them before <laughs> before bed. That's like the most important time. In the morning, yeah, it's more so yeah. just like a a nasal uh, pleasure sort of thing. <laughs> Olfactory, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, when when they did yuck mouth, you're a yuck mouth if you don't brush. They specifically said the most important time is right before bed. Yeah. Um, I brush I brush my teeth when I wake up and before I go to bed. Yeah, that's uh, I def yeah, I could work on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good suggestion for me. Thanks. I also, I, I also just remembered that flossing was a thing for the first time in the two months that I've lived in this place. I was just like, oh <laughs> shit, yeah, flossing. I used to do that. I forgot. I completely forgot that was even a thing. I have the electric toothbrush, which like super helps with mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Oh god. Anyways, um, that's it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you're like that's it alright we'll do one more then we'll take a quick break um, actually let's take the quick break right now Jordan you're going to stick around right we're going to finish this show up oh yeah I'll be here alright sweet everybody stay with us we'll be right back hey everybody it's AG and I'd like to thank you uh, and our sponsor Raycon for supporting Quarantine Confessions you've probably heard of Raycon already they make my favorite wireless earbuds they're the best on the planet uh, and they do it for a fraction of the usual cost. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but usually you drop hundreds of dollars on a pair. I know I bought a pair for like uh, 300 bucks so that, you know, to go running with. Uh, but Raycons are different. You check out the incredible wireless earbuds from Raycon. They started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. And they sound just as amazing. They have a deep, rich bass. And their newest model, the Everyday E25, they're the best ones. They have six hours of playtime on their battery, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and they're more compact, which gives you a nice noise uh, isolating fit so no one else can hear what you're listening to and you don't have to hear whatever everyone else is saying, which I appreciate as well. I always seem to misplace my earbuds because Raycons are so affordable, though. I bought a couple of pairs and they are much more comfortable than the other wireless options I've tried. I get headaches from like the ones that come with my iPhone, so I'm really happy that I have these. They sound so clear. There's no wonder celebrities like 
like these so much. Like, uh, let's see, Melissa Etheridge loves uh, her Raycon. She says, whenever I'm on tour, I'm listening to my Raycon earbuds. They have awesome sound. They're rocking. You should get them. Well, Melissa, um, to better hear your signature smoky vocals and confessional lyrics, <laughs> I will. So pick up a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds to see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com starburns. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash starburns for 15% off your ear- wireless earbuds today. Buyraycon.com slash starburns. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, we have some more confessions for you. And from Anonymous, uh, pronouns she, her. Your pronouns, by the way, optional, but thank you for sending them. She says, I have been home from work since March 16th. Me too. Uh, I move all the time at work. I lift heavy items. I have days where the first time I sit down is when I eat lunch. Wow. I knew being home with snacks was going to be a problem, (laughs) but I had no idea how how little I was moving. Uh, I went into our empty workspace last week, but the problems started while getting dressed. I tried to put on my jeans, which no longer buttoned. Okay, so I found cute linen pants with an elastic waist. (laughs) Great. I was dressed. Now I go to work. I have a commute of about 45 minutes. I get out of the car and struggled to stand up after less than an hour in the car because apparently I'm now 100 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I spent half the day cleaning my office and setting up my new computer. My old one is at home because my job is awesome. I was exhausted by hour two. Uh, I stayed a little while longer, but I could barely do half a day even with no one else around bothering me or needing things. So my confession is, quarantine has made me chubby, old, and tired. But hey, at least with no one else around, I can listen to Daily Beans loudly while working. So. I love that. I think everybody feels that one. Uh, yeah. Girl. That is, uh, yeah. dude, jobs where you're on your feet the whole time, those are so gnarly. Because it's like you're moving, you know? So you feel like, at least this is my experience when I've had jobs where I'm on my feet, like serving and stuff, like you feel... You feel like you're you're up and you're moving around and it's it's active and it is active, but then it's like you you never take the breaks that you need to restore your body to a state that's not going to cause a bunch of like back pain and other problems too. You know, like you need to invert your legs over your heart for a certain amount of time if you're on your feet for that long. That's kind of stuff the man doesn't want you to do, dude. <laughs> So true. I when I so I was I waited tables for throughout college, and like fast, hard, heavy like Denny's, uh, in Pacific Beach at two oh, in the morning. God, that is the battleground. Fast, hard, and heavy. Ugh. Yeah, twelve, twelve, four tops, full the entire shift. Right, just getting hit on constantly. I imagine. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. But you know, you make like four hundred, five hundred bucks at a shift at Denny's. Right. Got that on the drunken hundred dollar bills they accidentally leave. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. And and so, but I had the patio. That's twelve four tops. But you're up and moving, and and it's all crazy. And now, like, I never took care of myself when I was younger. So now I have this permanent like knot in my tray arm, like mm-hmm. behind my sh- scapula, <laughs> behind my shoulder blade, 
that will never go away. I went to, I even tried, like I got a, a, a massage weekly for like a year and I still couldn't get this thing to go away. So Damn. it's like super important that you make sure that, you know. Yeah, you can take the physical breaks. A hundred percent. But oh my gosh, I, I totally feel that because right now, before quarantine, I was going to Orange Theory Fitness five days a week. Dun, 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 and I was like running like two miles a day. And now it's like uh, I go, I run to the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about the extent of my exercise. Totally. I feel like everyone's coming out of this chubby, old, and tired, as Anonymous says. That is. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of nice, actually, for a little bit. <laughs> it does. It feels great. And I bet you look wonderful. So don't even... 100%. Don't even worry. Agreed. Uh, okay, next up from Millie Pernan, she, her. Since all of this social distancing began, my internal germaphobe hypochondriac self has been quite active to the point that I cringe <laughs> and sweat every time a person passes by my side. Alcohol, and not my favorite whiskey, yep, I'm that kind of gal, has been my friend, and a spray bottle is literally always in my hand. Lately, I have been practicing in the mirror the best uh, the best to look menacing with a mask on. The best look to look menacing with a mask on. You know, searching for the perfect, keep your fucking distance stare. Yep, I hope this vaccine comes soon, or my therapist will need one. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, hard to do that with just your eyes, right? We have to I express... Know our feelings with just our eyes now i know and uh and so when you're when you're happy or you pass someone walking you know six feet away and you're like oh their dog is cute you're like you know you do the little head nod like the little tilt of the head and like open your eyes real wide to be like what a cute dog but otherwise people just are like don't don't look at me (laughs) it's just weird yeah it's really hard to flirt with a mask on, too. Like, I've tried to make eyes with people, you know, like on my walks and stuff, and it does not come across <laughs> at all. It probably yeah, just you looks... just look like a psycho. <laughs> yeah, I look like a psycho, and they probably think I'm, like, judging them for some reason, like, for being outside, even though I'm also outside. It's very it's very hard to, <laughs> to make, yes, to... Uh, what are yeah. you doing outside while I'm outside? Yeah. Right. How that dare face. you? <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. From Melissa, pronoun she, her. I live alone, and I've seen very few people in person since lockdown. I recently got Animal Crossing to play with my three-year-old nephew, and also the boy I like back home. That's not the confession, though. Hey. My confession is that I'm so starved for human interaction that recently when I saw the animals on my island chatting with each other, I got jealous and wished they were including me in their conversations. And then I remembered they are just figments of my computer program. (laughs) Facepalm. By the Uh, way, Melissa, if you see two of your villagers chatting, you can go talk to them. It's actually really interesting to see because then you get to hear what the two villagers are talking about. It's really interesting. So... Do that next time when you see two villagers chatting. Don't be mad. Run up and push your A button and find out what they're talking about. Sometimes they're talking about you. <laughs> Just so you know. God. I can't believe I've still managed to evade the Animal Crossing universe this this entire time. Yeah, I'm 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 like 700 hours in. I don't know how you're ever going to catch up. So yeah. Oh God, I know. I know. Why even start? I can't imagine now with the island that I have, the way that I have it. Um, 
I couldn't imagine starting over with the tent, you know? Is that how everyone starts? Yeah, you start with just a tent and an island full of weeds and a cot. I can't imagine. Nice. Given, given, given how far I've come in life. Are there, are there any like Animal Crossing monks that just choose to live the non-material lifestyle and they just exist the same way they did on day one? Uh, I haven't met one, but you know, if you start the game, you can do it. You can be an Animal Crossing monk if you, if you choose. I'll just sit there all day and people can come and talk to me. Do you get to say th- like actual words to each other? Or no? You can. If you make someone your friend on the Switch and then make them your friend in the Nook phone, you can actually do messages in the game. Yeah. And you can send postcards to people. Okay. So I could be like an egomaniac, Socratic leader that that just lives on top of a hill and and has people come and talk to me. Do it. Make a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love it. Uh, All right, next up from Steve, pronouns he, him. Barely a confession, more of a reflection. I've lived alone for seven years. I'm 64. This wasn't how I planned to be, but it is totally fine. I discovered that I wasn't anywhere near as an extrovert that I imagined myself. I enjoy the quiet of my own company and and that things stay where I leave them. Dude, Steve, me too. (laughs) Me too, Steve. I thought I was like extrovert queen extraordinaire. And I'm like, now that I've kicked my husband out, and it's just me and the cats and the dog. I'm like, this is reasonable. And yep. I like it. Yep. I feel the same way living alone right now. It is like kind of the fucking best. Um, I've been in isolation for 101 days. I've only had two brief hugs in that time. I miss touch. I've not had a partner for 16 years apart from a brief love a couple years back. I miss hugging my mates. I miss the gentle susurration of a body next to me in bed. Oh, this is that's that's a great word. I miss the joy of watching when I care for sleep. I miss the numb arm and the snoring. I miss the warmth of their body and the cold when they steal the doona. It's the hardest aspect of isolation for me. I envy those who have loved ones in their houses. Anyone else the same? Oh my god, that was so poetically sad. It's sweet. I don't know if that's a confession as much as it's just a lovely piece of poetry. It is. Yeah, that really was lovely. It got a lot of people right in the heart, I think. Oh, man. Yeah. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me <laughs> when I'm 64? <laughs> I do feel like I feel that way. It's only, I mean, yeah, Ryan and I have only been split up now for like, you know, what, a month and a half at this point. But I am starting to feel like like that a little bit, Steve, at night, just kind of like... <laughs> right, you're just by yourself. Yes. There's there's this episode of The Office when Dwight and Jim, uh, they have like a rivalry throughout the whole series, you know? They're always like messing with each other, mostly Jim pranking Dwight. And Dwight ha- finds himself in this moment where he's completely heartbroken and his whole world has been shattered by this woman and he's sitting in the stairwell crying balled up in a <laughs> balled up in a corner and Jim has this moment of sympathy for him for once in the show and he goes down and he sits next to him and he gives him he just says like some really nice stuff you know about knowing what it's like to to feel that brutal heartbreak and Dwight's just having his head against the wall not really like responding to him he's just kind of crying and then Jim finishes the really nice thing and then he he quietly like stands up and walks away and like with perfect comedic timing 
Dwight turns and moves and reaches out for Jim, and Jim's gone, and he's like, and it's just the most perfect moment of like, like it's the one time in the series that they could have possibly had this sort of human connection with each other, and Jim just like walks away, and Dwight just Dwight just reaches for nothing, and then he just like turns and keeps crying, but that's that's how it feels at night, just like reaching over, just nothing's there, so depressing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you. I cannot explain how happy I am that my husband is not next to me but uh like that there is like a loneliness factor right you're and probably a horniness factor where you're just like there's no one here yeah okay yeah there's no one here and it would be irresponsible if there were yeah and then you're like hey where's bruce willis and then bruce willis is outside (laughs) you can't find him that's my cat by the way yeah uh um anyway we we hear you steve (laughs) Yes, and uh, oh, I want to hug Steve, but not allowed. All right, from Diane and Tony. Bless us, quarantine confessions. We have sinned. A lot. <laughs> we are building a wall, not the cruel, spiky, see-through, throw a kilo of cocaine over it and kill someone on the other side wall with a moat of alligators and snakes. No, it's a wall of empty cases of Heineken beer that we are unable to return. <laughs> Here in Michigan... We were big beer drinkers before, but since lockdown, it seems like we've been drinking more. With the fat fascist clown in the White House, a complicit GOP, a global pandemic, protests around the world, and white supremacists infiltrating everything, we feel completely justified to sit at home, get hammered, scream at the TV, and watch the news in horror. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to my life. Uh, The walls in the middle of our two-car garage... Uh, The wall is in the middle of our two-car garage. It separates all of our crap on one side and the storage of my mother's car on the other. She uh, she has dementia, and we had to take the car away from her because she would go and drive and get lost all the time. Mind you, we had a few returnables before lockdown, but currently we have 71 18-packs. That's 1,278 bottles of beer. Oh, my God. Three 24-packs. That's 72. That's... 1,350 empty bottles of beer, not on the wall, but building a wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's $135 in returnables. Uh, That also doesn't include the grocery bags full of cans of Red Bull we drink to get up in the morning because we drank the beer the day before. Hell yeah, dude. This house is a constant party. (laughs) We've been married for 16 years, and to be honest, we're having a blast. Oh my God, that's so funny. Diane and Tony, cheers. Cheers. Seriously? Oh, that's great. 71 18 packs. I hope one night you get really drunk and you're like, should we should we break down the wall? Yeah, let's break down the fucking wall. And then you run into the wall and bust it <laughs> And somebody paints a little purple spot on their head like Gorbachev and the other one dresses up like Reagan and they go, tear down this wall. And then you just yeah. go. And- <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. That would be, that would be super Heineken. Fun. I never drank enough Heineken. Be like, hey, Diane and Tony, hey, you want to you wanna role play Reagan and Gorby tonight? Mm, yeah. Nice. Do it. Let's tear down love, the wall. Love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up from Rich Pronouns, he, him. This happened about two minutes ago. I was getting ready for bed, probably two and a half hours after my wife got into bed, since I thrive on five hours of sleep. 
I was in the bathroom multitasking, brushing my teeth while peeing. We have one of those fancy electric toothbrushes with de- with detachable heads. Since I have man Same. parts, <laughs> yep, since I have man parts, these activities were being performed while standing with one hand occupied with said parts and no idea what the other hand was doing. I mention this because I should <laughs> because I know it should have I should have been holding the toothbrush. A pop of the head separating from the toothbrush handle followed by a cringe-inducing splash and the handle of the toothbrush falls into the bowl of the toilet. It's fully submerged in my pee water. Pee water. I like that. It's kind of like a (laughs) redundant (laughs) phrase. I love it. Uh, Not going to lie, but I spent probably too long trying to figure out what to do. I concluded, not terribly rapidly, I might add, that I should stop peeing on the toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) It's peeing. Oh, no. And and it's vibrating, like, in the toilet bowl. (laughs) Yeah, because I've done that, right, where where you need to, because I have the Philips uh, electric toothbrush, and it, you can't let it go. It's hard to let go because if you let it go, you have to, it's like stuck in your mouth and it's vibrating wildly. Like they vibrate really hard. Mm-hmm. And so I can just see you peeing over the toilet. I don't know what you were doing with your other hand, by the way. But the thing, like the head comes off and the toothbrush will, the, the body of the toothbrush will fall <laughs> onto the ground mm-hmm. or your toe or apparently in the toilet bowl. Uh. And this is why... Being a woman is superior because we sit down when we pee. Certainly. That is part of it. That is one of our only wins. (laughs) It's part of it. That's part of it. After cutting off the stream, the toothbrush is at the bottom of the bowl, still on and vibrating, creating its own pee bottles. Oh, nice. You got a jacuzzi pee. Not knowing anything... Not knowing anything better to do, but plop, in goes my hand to fish it out of the pee water. I turn it off and stick it in the sink. I seriously thought about just popping the head back on and finishing my task at hand, but realized that I should probably use some soap. 15 seconds with some hand soap and a nail brush puts me back in business, mind you. My <laughs> mouth is still full of toothpaste with a toothbrush head dangling from my lips like a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to brushing and resume my pee, only to recall that I never washed my pee hand. Meh. I finish both tasks and go to rinse off the toothbrush and rinse out my mouth and pause for a second and think, I should probably wash my hands before I use them to put more things in my mouth. Well, that happened. I wanted to share this story with someone because I certainly won't share it with my wife. P.S. It's... It's uh, P.S. It's probably worth noting that my wife and I use the same toothbrush handle. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, oh you God. peed on it. You peed on it, Rich. That is so funny. Whenever you drop something in the toilet, there is this moment of like prolonged and sheer panic. Just like, oh, God, oh, God, what do I do? What do I do? Oh! The, the first instinct I think luckily is not to reach in and grab it. At least that's what I experience. It's usually like a, uh, <laughs> you know, just that kind of for like 10 seconds. Do I, oh, do like, I leave what do it? I do? What do I do? What do yeah, I do? Yeah, do I just leave it there? Do I, uh, well, you forever? Can't. <laughs> right? You can't. You have to get it at some point. Yeah, no, I feel you. It digging. won't flush. Yeah, digging into the bowls less traveled is a, it's a hard call. <laughs> It's very Robert Frost. We're, we'll hear it at our next, uh, the next valedictorian. We'll give the speech about it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. All right. So dropped the toothbrush into the toilet bowl, peed on it, stopped peeing, picked it up, 
washed it as best as you could, and then continued to brush your teeth and pee. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right. From uh, a w- next confession from Gilly, uh, pronouns she, her, dishwasher confession. Uh, this is pretty lame in the scheme of things, but it's been a big life revelation for me. Then it, then it's important, Gilly. It's important. Uh, our, our fancy... Uh, what? Meal integrated dishwasher? Okay, I have to look that up. M I E L E. Oh, I think it's a brand name. Yes. And I don't know how to say it. Mealy? Mealy? Well, perfect. No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, very expensive. Um, fancy. Integrated dishwasher has recently stopped working, so we have been hand-washing all of our dishes for the last week or so. My confession is I'm loving it, and I don't want to get the dishwasher fixed. Okay. You're weird, Gilly. Uh, she, <laughs> she said, but let's let's read on. I'm finding that it takes almost the same amount of time to rinse, wash, dry, and put away as I go, then rinse, stack, and wash the dishes in the, that don't fit in the dishwasher, and then unstack the whole thing many hours later. Uh, I've realized there are many advantages to 100% hand washing my dishes. I save electricity. I save water. The kitchen is always clean. But the best thing uh, has been time I've spent with my girls as they help me dry the dishes. Okay. All right. Well, that's adorable. Uh, It brings back memories of childhood uh, doing dishes with my mom uh, or dad. We never had a dishwasher growing up. And even though I complained bitterly at the time, I realize now how precious those family moments were uh, and moments I had been missing, missing out on with my girls. My parents moved into a retirement village and were literally forced to have a dishwasher. Uh, that's interesting, right? Like uh, you never, I never thought about that before. If your parents move into like a, a living facility Now they have to have a dishwasher. She says, I remember trying to get them to use it and my dad asking how long until the dishes were cleaned. (laughs) It turns out with their particular machine, it was going to be two hours. He laughed and said, I could have had them washed and dried and put away in 15 minutes. Why would I bother with that? (laughs) Um, Turns out he's right. They Mm -hmm. never used their Fisher and Paykel dishwasher in two years. After a lifetime of wishing for a dishwasher and trying to get my parents on board, I finally confessed to them. I realized that doing the dishes is actually not the end of the world. In fact, it's opened up some uh, opportunities to talk with my kids that would otherwise be missed. I'm pretty sure they don't love it, but I'm sure uh, it's doing them good in one way or another, especially during these times. My daughters have turned 18 and 21 in lockdown. Those are fun ages. Yeah, that was not what I was expecting. I was expecting tweens, but 18 and 21. So uh, that... That's pretty stellar that they're helping mm-hmm. you do the dishes, first of totally. all. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I guess when you're 18 and 21, when I, I wasn't home when I was 18 or 21. I wasn't home doing dishes. So that's actually a really nice uh, that is bonus. Nice. Um, but uh, I have to say, though, like, I still hated doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah with uh when i was a kid but my parents never did them with me they just made me do them by myself mm. and it, uh, especially on spaghetti night it was really bad oh god spaghetti is a nightmare <laughs> i made spaghetti a few days ago and i'm still finding just red splots like everywhere <laughs> in my kitchen 
I didn't even remember anything coming to a boil once. I even cooked the pasta in, like, just really hot sauce, not even boiling water, and somehow it still just fucking exploded everywhere. Yep. Pizza, or pizza, spaghetti brings up uh, a lot of memories for me, obviously. But yes, dishes. <laughs> I find that I like, I like them now more than I used to, though. As a kid, it was very laborious in nature, and I wanted nothing of it. But now, I really like it. It's a nice like moment to zen out, you know? It's sort of zen, right? Um, mm-hmm. Although, the dishwasher I have has a garbage disposal in it, so you can put food oh and my like, God. full dish. Like, you don't even have to rinse the dishes off. So Wow. Wow. That is gluttony like no no other appliance gluttony I've heard of. A, yeah. A freaking garbage disposal in it yep yep that's incredible so you can put like uh, you can just if, if, put a nasty if you don't even finish plate. your food yeah yep you don't oh even have my to rinse it off. god that's brilliant that's that i see the point of because like right now i just i have a dishwasher but i just wash my dishes by hand anyway because first off the dishwasher leaves some kind of smelling like shit for some reason and also yeah, and also, it's like, I have to wash them pretty much before I put them in anyway, because it doesn't have that garbage thing, so may as well just wash it with some soap. Right, that's the main thing. You have to you have to rinse it off and get all the stuck-on stuff off, and if you're going that far, might as well just Right, you're already using the water from the first part. The... Yes, yep, yep, yep. exactly. I rarely, I, I, even though I have a garbage disposal in my dishwasher, I rarely use my dishwasher. yeah. Yeah, that's true. You don't. I mean, I eat vegetables and like some sort of thing every night as some sort of little piece of meat the size of my palm. And so there's no gunk left over on dishes. You just literally just wipe them off, stick them in the dryer and they're done. Um, So I rarely, rarely use my dishwasher uh, since I went to, uh, you know, paleo and um, intermittent fasting. But uh but man, when we were eating spaghetti, when it was spaghetti times in this house, yeah, it was times. it was nice to have that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, all right, next up is from Fada. Uh, Fada has pronouns he him. For my confession, I'm wondering how many times have the host or anyone listening recently started to ask someone something to go do something with social distance, etc., only to stop yourself and go, oh wait. We couldn't do that under COVID-19 quarantine anyway. I find myself absentmindedly chatting with friends online on social media or Zoom, Skype, FaceTime chat and suddenly blurt out without thinking first, hey, why don't we go to fill in the blank? Only in the next second to realize, oh, you couldn't do that activity and remain socially distant. Or, oh, you can't do that because of that museum or cafe or whatever is still closed under quarantine, etc. I guess I'm saying I miss stuff with my friends, but your show makes me smile and is one of the things that helps keep me sane and smiling. Love you folks and all you do for us. Just wanted to share this wistful confession. I am so with Aww. you. I, I definitely have done the same thing too. I just texted my my best friend. I was like, let's plan a trip. We should go to Japan. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, wait. We can't really do that at all. Yes, I I totally feel that. Yeah, I was talking to my friend back in Arizona who I've known since college. Since like that college is 1994 too by the way and uh i was like we should hang out you should come here we should go to sedona we should get a cabin get the cabin with the hot tub that we do in sedona hang out like woohoo that'd be oh oh wait yeah 
Exactly. You come from you come from Arizona and I come from California. We're two very diseased states. We should probably mm-hmm. stay home. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should probably stay home. Soon enough, hopefully. Oh, Fada, I feel you. I feel you. I think that's Fada. I think that's the guy who, I think he's on our, um, I think he, he comes to our happy hours. Anyway, um, one more. We have time for one more. So let me read it real quick. It's from Celeste. Her, her pronouns are she, her. She says, confession, everyone is talking about how awesome it is that the Supreme Court ruling was in favor of LGBT rights, but I don't think it means what most people think it means. The headline is employees can't discriminate based on LGBT status, but what it really means is LGBT have legal grounds to sue employees who do discriminate based on those qualifiers. Furthermore, while it is one less thing on the list, uh, I can still be evicted or denied health care. Or financial services. So basically, the Supreme Court is cool with me contributing to capitalism, but I <clears throat> but I can't keep any of the benefits. Wow. Wow. She says, fuck that. Gay space beans communism now. Seriously, though. <laughs> the whole system is rotten from the core, whether it's racism, capitalism, homophobia, or transphobia, misogyny, or police violence. This ruling doesn't actually prevent any of these problems. P.S. Keep up the good fight. The Daily Means is my favorite part of my morning routine. You're yes, you're mm-hmm. you're sadly correct. Although mm-hmm. this does mean that um, gay and transgender people are included in Title VII, mm-hmm. which is is a nice thing to be included in. As a woman, I'm I'm happy and proud to be part of Title VII, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I think we have our own title. I think we have Title IX. But in any case, um, you're right. It doesn't stop people from being assholes. Nothing does that except death and. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, at some point when the boomers and the Gen Xers that are assholes, you know, are no longer of this mortal coil, you know, will there still be Zoomers and millennials and Xennials that that are assholes? Probably. Probably. You know, um, but. We just have to uh, keep educating ourselves and moving forward. And I have, I have a lot. I have more hope than uh, than I've ever had in my lifetime. I wasn't a, uh, alive during um, the civil rights era of the '60s, but I have more hope than I've ever had in my lifetime for some real, real changes um, to happen. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a uh, ending on a high note. those were amazing confessions everybody thank you so much for sending those in this is so fun to get to do this on a weekly basis with uh just stacked wall-to-wall quarantine confessions and again looks like we're gonna be in it for some time moving forward so cheers to that cheers to more quarantine confessions yep no hugs uh probably more pounds uh, put on um, a more Heineken. You can build the continue to build the Heineken wall, um, right. and uh, you know from there. Right, exactly. <laughs> Heineken should have a a like a flavor of called Silver Linings. I think, Ooh. and then we could. I like. We that. could build a wall out of it. Yeah, build that nice. wall. Maybe Mexico will pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much and we will uh we'll see you next week or if you're, you know, if you're a Daily Beans listener, 
uh, on, on Monday morning. We'll see you then. So any final thoughts? Not for me. All right. Me neither. So everyone just, uh, you know, please take care of yourselves. We love you. And uh, go forth to love and serve the pod. Uh, say, uh, watch 10 Rachel Maddows, um, <laughs> and uh, you will be absolved of, of your sins. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. I'm A.G. I'm Jordan Gobert. And uh, do we have a sign-off? Not really. I also We also said I'm. We never say that. We always say I've been, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we just embodied I'm a different AG. tense there. Oh, we're very present this week. <laughs> I'm A.G. I'm Jordan Not, I've been. <laughs> I've been AG. I am AG. Fuck yeah. Yes, very dun, different dun, energy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, we'll see you all soon. And, uh, and I guess, end scene. <laughs> Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com. <laughs>